Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends, anonymously, of course. Went to wow. my room and me and Eddie got into this like, huge blue. He's like, because I was like, yeah, we rang the fucking golf course, mate, and all this stuff. And he's like, that's fucking weird that you did that. And then it turns into you ringing the golf course and being a psycho. This episode is proudly sponsored by Dr. V Collagen Mixed Berry Drink, beauty from the inside out. And in exciting news, you can now get your Dr. V on the go when you're traveling at WH Smith. So you have your trusty Dr. V on a flight to hydrate and nourish your body so if you're not traveling you can get dr v uh online at drv.com.au and use the code collide 20 at checkout for 20 percent off multi-packs and cartons with free shipping nationwide cheers cheers good morning good welcome morning. back to another episode of collide goss are you trying to think then what to call it you had a bit of a moment then did I? Or did I just read it wrong? You read it wrong. Yeah, because you're covered by your scarf and... I literally <laughs> look like I'm enveloped in a blanket. I'm so fucking That's a cold. nice word. Enveloped? Mm, I've never used Add that. Add it to the word bank. Is that a new one for you? I've never heard you use that. Well, I'm an English shooter, you so know. So say it again, but is it a new one you've come across in a book? Enveloped? Enveloped. So it's like an envelope. Like yeah, enveloped. no, I know. It sounds like that, but I'm like, I've never heard you put that into a sentence. I like it. Enveloped. I like it too. Mm. Maybe I'll call my baby that. Maybe call your baby envelope <laughs> enveloped. Simpson. Enveloped Simpson. What Simpson. Would, <laughs> Simpson. What would the... Valley? Valley's cute. That is cute. Who's like called it? someone that's called Valley or something? Valley. Valent, um, the girl who makes the amazing cakes. Yeah, maybe, yeah. It's cute. I don't mind that. I love that name, Valentina. That's the one I said I wanted to because it's my great-grandma's middle name. Who's named their kid that, though? Well, my cousin called his little boy Valentino, so I can't now. And um, Elise called her little girl Valentina. That's who it is. Yeah. Um, oh, that fucking sucks. Because I like the name. That's one, one of my names. But then I'm like, oh, because it had a meaning as well. Yeah, because it's in the fam. In the fam. Olive, and the, it was Olive Valentina. That was her name. And I was like, that's a sick name. Oh, that was the name. That was my mum's grandma's name. Yeah. <laughs> Are they what? Italian? No, I don't think so. They lived in Tasmania. <laughs> oh, so they're just inbred. Yeah. <laughs> Is that exotic enough for you, Steph? You're like, we'll give her an Italian name to just hide the fact that yeah, we're actually cousins. Fuck. Well, maybe she came from a bit of, I don't know, something funky background. Anyway, moving on. Moving right along. Mm-hmm. How was your week? Yeah, what? Update me on your life. You mm-hmm. go first. What have you been doing? I was saying, oh, I've been in the wars a bit, mm. um, which you know about. I had a sty behind my eye. Yep. Well, I didn't know what it was, but yep. I went to the chemist and I'm going to keep it really short. No, and you do you. Went to the chemist and I was like, it. my eye really hurts, but there's like nothing there. But if I go like, if I look to the side, it's really red. And they, I was like, can I get some like eye drops? And they were like, nah, that's not going to do anything. It sounds like you've got a style. Like maybe you should go to the eye doctor, like the optometrist to have a look to see what it is. I'm just going to jump in here. Ella doesn't like going to the doctor. No. I was so, warned, didn't say doctor, they said optometrist. And I was like, I can't be fucked. I just want to get the eye annoying. drops. That is annoying. That is annoying. And then I walked up there to see if they were open, but it was too early, not open. So I was like, fucking hell. Was this in Sydney or? Yeah, in Paddo, just on yeah, Oxford yeah. Street. And then they were like, well, or you could just do the hot compression towel. I was like, towel. But I was like, I have had a lot of styes. If I haven't mentioned on the podcast before, I am like known as a sty girl. You're a sty girl. Like ever since I got one in that hot tub in U10, I have never like they come all the time. Like, well, they're kind of like a cold sore. They like live literally. With you. So I was like, "Fuck, n- absolutely not!" But like, it was because I did the compression thing and it went away in a few days. And I was like, "That's disgusting." There was a huge pussy thing behind my eye then, giving me like I couldn't look to the side. It hurt so much. Why did you not feel nut? I couldn't see it. I tried to look. But that's what so I mean. then the pus was on the. Clock. No idea. Didn't feel anything. I'm saying it just went away. It just decreased. Because I was like to the um, chemist. Are you meant to squeeze styes? No, 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 no. Then I had the gum problem, which was even more chat. Yep. Um, and luckily our friend Indy, shout out again, walked in it. straight away. She, I thought I was just going in for a casual catch up. And then she was like, oh, I think we should need to laser the gum so your wisdom tooth can come through a bit more. Like, here are some fucking huge needles I'm going to jab in you. <laughs> and if you know me as well, I fucking hate all that shit. But 
The needles don't hurt. Positive experience. It was absolutely fine. Like, I'd do it again. Yeah. It's just more if you get, like, a, what I got a feeling, your face can go lopsided. She said if the top ones, you don't get it. The bottom, you do. Because I was, like, Indy just, like, just flagging after she'd done the needle. I'm, like, going to dinner and I want to have a few drinks. Like, I want to have a few martinis and stuff. Like, this is all good, hey? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be fine for dinner. And can I say, I was in so much pain and I was like, fuck my wisdom teeth are coming. I've got to get them out. Like I've been like, it's been so good. I've just like, haven't had any issues with them. And then I spoke too soon and I was really worried about it, but she's lasered my gums and then could do a good clean. So it's kind of sticking through and the pain, like after it subsided, like it, like the actual pain of your whole like flesh being burnt off, you can smell it. It's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, it's so gross. Like you could kind of like, it was stinging the beard. I took some Nurofen back to normal. I can move my mouth. I couldn't even do this before. It was so swollen, everything at How the back. How did you sleep at night? Well, I only gave it two days. Like, mm. that's not like me either. Usually I leave it for so long and I'm like, it will fade. But I was like, nah, you know what? I'm going to use my contact as a dentist here Proud and I'm going to message her and she got me in straight away and pain gone. Oh my gosh. And now I've got a cough. Now you've got a cough? I'm like, fuck, it's just never ending. Do you ending. feel sick though? No, which is all right. So my week's been a bit like, like whatever. Like I've just been like doing not much. I can't remember when we last updated each other about our week. So no. what did we do last? I didn't even fucking do anything. I just caught up with people last week and I didn't really do anything. Been pretty slow. Yeah, pretty boring. Pretty boring. Same. What about you? Yeah, you've been, yeah, we haven't done much. I haven't done much, but I did have a crazy story happen to me, which I haven't told you oh about. Oh God, why? But a nice story, good story. Yeah. So I was going to the bookstore to buy... The tutoring the girls that I tutor a little book as a present for the end of the term. Because Miss Double Bay gave me her water bottles to give to them. So I was like, I'll add a book in there. Yeah. So I go to the bookstore, I get I ask them to wrap everything after I've got their books. And I'm walking around the bookstore and I'm looking at all these books and this book falls on the floor and it's like the eight stages of grief (coughs) or something like that. I think you have told me this. Did you? Yeah, I put it on my stories. That's why you. Oh, okay. Because I was like, yeah, yeah. I told the world, my followers. Well, tell the ones that. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I put it away, and I'm like, random. Like, is that a sign? But I'm like, I also don't want to read a book on the seven stages of grief, whatever. Then I go to the back of the bookstore, and I keep seeing this book with a jaguar on the front of it, and my dad's password for everything was jaguar. And his favourite car was a Jaguar. Like, he always had Jaguars. And I was like, that's weird. Kept walking around because they're taking ages to wrap everything. And then I pick it up and it's like a book of poetry. And I'm like, "Mm, that's kind of edge. Turn the back cover over and it's this poet whose dad has had Parkinson's and had died. And she writes this whole book of poetry about the process of him dying. And then reading it, I was like, oh, my God, this resonates so much with me. So I ended up buying it. And it was like word for word what it feels like to have someone slowly go. Like it's almost like – Have you read the whole thing already? Yeah. So it's almost like you can't explain it in a sentence. It's Mm -hmm. more like certain words you're like, oh, yeah, that's exactly it. Anyway, then I messaged – the author and I was like you messaged her I was like because I was bawling yeah and I was like holy shit and there was this one passage in the book about the dad buying a Jaguar as his like last memory to himself because he was kind of cut that he got diagnosed and the dad seemed like quite a like quite a character and I messaged her and she's like wow that seems like a sign I think it's a sign what else is it 100% anyway then I put it up on my story and my older brother Julian goes, I was looking at that book at Gertrude and Alice two days ago. That's so weird. Because I picked it up as well with the Just Jaguar. Just by chance. Oh, because it had a Jaguar. Saw the Jaguar. Yeah. And I was like, what are the chances that of a book both. being about a guy passing away from Parkinson's with a Jaguar. who loves Jaguars? That's so fucking weird. There's definitely signs. And then... I bought another book on my Kindle and it was also talking about a Jaguar. In it that you didn't know about. Yep. And then I was watching all these like ingrown toenail TikToks. Oh, yuck. And the, the <laughs> account that I liked was called Ron. And That's I was weird. like, what? There's definitely signs. 
And what I think is if happening? you're open to them as well, like you're going to like see them more. It was amazing. Yeah. Because it's was funny so happy. you talked about that because I was with Steph Birmingham on the weekend and she went and saw Rebecca and don't stop. I messaged her and I haven't heard back. I messaged her yesterday. Oh, I have another story for you. So I don't know how long she takes to reply. Yeah, Rebecca's insane. But how long does she take to reply to messages? I don't know. I haven't spoken to her in ages. I know. So everyone preface psychic that everyone's seen except me and I recommend her to everyone, but I haven't been. And then I saw Steph Birmingham on the weekend, which she just went and saw her, which pushed me to be like, I need to book you. you got to go. But she was saying she's always had a feeling that Evie, her eldest daughter, has sort of like a psychic power and she connects with her dad who's passed as well. And then when she went and saw Rebecca, she was like, your daughter Evie is really connected to that world. And she was like, I knew it. And then she was like saying how she can feel your dad, da-da-da. And then Burma was bringing it up today being like, it's so weird. Like she'll like – talk to him and stuff because the Croatian word for dad or something is something slightly different and she's always like oh push me higher in the swing so I can see dada or something like I can see him in the clouds can you push me further and stuff like so I can be closer to him and then she'll like look out the window and be like oh or like I dada gave me a big hug this morning like she's really like in tune with it which is so weird because she's so little but she's very intelligent and Burma was laughing being like I don't know if she knows that it like Steph likes it, so she's like putting it on even more. But I was like, don't, don't say that. <laughs> but like weird skeptics. stuff like that, like, and then Steph's like, I've always had a weird feeling about it, and it's so weird that Rebecca brought it up. Um, and I just like <coughs> the signs of it has been kind of sh- sign different signs, but the signs of her show having up. a connection with her dad is so strong, and it's so weird because she's never met him before. How crazy is it? Yeah, and she'll talk about him all the time, like wanted to throw a birthday thing for him the other day because it was his birthday. Steph obviously told her and she wanted to go get a cake and stuff for him and like was really excited to celebrate it. I'm like, that is so cute. Imagine if she's a psychic and then she can be our psychic. Well, apparently she's got abilities. The psychic said she can feel it, like she's very open. But because Steph's been worried that she's quite brings on like she – like has carries a lot of emotions or whatever, which you're emotionally intelligent, I think, when you – She's have like those abilities, and then Rebecca said that she was as well. Yeah, what did you? I say actually to fucked up my message, and um, and I like missed out a word, and then I was like, oh, and then put the ha- asterisk thing, being like correcting myself, like yeah. ha ha, and then I was like, fuck, maybe I've fucked up the message. So now she's like, no, weird they energy. Take a while to reply. Yeah, I was like, she probably has her days like for admin and for then just like full psychic ability days where she's just like yeah. giving her everything to all her clients. A hundred percent. I um, got given the name of another psychic. Oh. Casey Spirit. Casey Spirit. Yeah. Anyway. I Is that her real name? Her name's... Do you reckon? I don't know if I can say her real name, but that's her Instagram name. She's really big on Insta. Okay. Anyway, I message her and I'm like, hey, do you have any availability? And she goes, I'm booked out till June 2024. Lovely that she even wrote back to like flex that. <laughs> I'm like, what are you sorry? just put in your Instagram bio? Like, I'm booked out. Yeah, but I didn't check her Insta. I just texted her. Oh, you texted her. Sorry, yeah. I thought you did it over Insta. And then, so she has like a mailing list that you join, and then she tells you when she's <coughs> open, like yep. again. Because I think she has space for existing clients, but if you're a new client, why did you want to go to her? Because she got recommended to me by um, a couple people and I was like, I just want to try someone different. Yeah. But I now I'm just going to text Rebecca. Yeah. Everyone fucking loves her. Everyone loves her. So I'm excited. I hope she writes back. Yeah, I know. And you've got some time to prepare because it'll take a couple months to get in. What do you mean prepare? What do I prepare? Like a couple couple months to get ready and excited. Oh, I was like, what do it's I do being, for pre- no, Like <laughs> it's not being sprung on you where you're no. like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I know, but I wouldn't, I'm just like want to do it now because it's been so long and I've never fucking done it. I can't so wait So I can't to wait to do it. Imagine if she's like, I've got space next week. I know, I'll be so excited. You will be excited. Yeah. I just want to see what she says. It's kind of like a counselling session though. Yeah, it is. It's like therapeutic. She I feel does like. this thing where she goes, okay, off the top of my head, you don't say anything, I'm going to tell you everything. Yeah. Then she goes on that and then she... Goes, okay, now is there anything you want to know? Yeah. Which is like pretty hectic. Yeah. Ooh, scary. I'm pretty sure you've got to send her a photo of you. I asked Steph that and she said no. She didn't send anything. Oh, that's because it was Zoom. It was Zoom, I did Zoom in COVID, I think. Yeah, because now you go to her house. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's her house now, Bronte? I think it's somewhere around there. Dad said, because Dad's gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, which is so funny. <laughs> so random. What did they say to him? He said, yeah, she was like, but that generation's probably a bit more closed off about Very it. Very sceptical. Like, he said that some things, yeah, other things, meh. But it was probably things that offended him and he was like, no. You know, I about his personality that, or something maybe, but he didn't go into it. But he said a, she brought up a lot of things about his mum that was like, right. Weird, he said. So crazy. Yeah. They um, must get so drained. I know. Totally. I was like, we were talking about it today at training and I'm like, it's crazy how people have that skill. Like, it must be fucking weird. And everyone would cry every session pretty much. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, excited. Rebecca, right back to me. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? Um, the countdown's on. I know. I'm glad I did it. I just need to, like, tick it off. I felt good that I it's- messaged her. <laughs> yeah, you're going to love it. Mm. Um, but what else? We thought we'd talk about because everyone's going to fucking Europe. Yeah. Um, so we'd, we'd do a bit of a um, why Europe sucks. Just to make ourselves feel better. It doesn't really suck. But it's amazing and this yeah. is all in jest. But and there are some shit aspects. It's funny, I think, because we haven't had this period where I feel like last year didn't feel like this as much. Like, yeah, people were going away, but it wasn't as big. Like this year I feel like it was a real like – you're craving to go and if you're not going, everyone – it feels like everyone else is there kind mm. of vibe. Um, and, like, now I just feel like you forget how fucking cold it gets in Sydney and just boring. And I'm like, oh. Boring and cold. Just yeah. long. And now I'm like, I just really want to – I've never felt like I just really want to be away. I just don't want to be. <laughs> I'm telling you, just go to Queensland. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I know, but it's not the same. Uh-uh. I just wanted to – I was telling Steph because my house is really dark at the moment. I'm just, like, craving sunshine, you know, like that real crave. So but, how dark are we talking? Mm, just, like, yeah, just not – there's no sun coming in mm. in the, where I'm working. Upstairs is a lot lighter, but, like, it's just, like, this pocket of it. And then downstairs, like, where you work, it's just, yeah – there's no sun, really. So you're just a bit drained energy-wise. It's, yeah. like, fine. I need to stop complaining as well, but, like, fuck. You just forget how much you need the sunshine. Sun is important. And I was saying to Steph, like, at least it's a lesson, like, when you do, when we do buy, I want to make sure it's fucking north-facing. I, I used to hear my mum crap on about that, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're fucking talking about. You know, when oh you're just not God, interested? Mum's like, oh, it's not north-facing. No, 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 no. Like, house always, oh, I wish I had that house. It's so north-facing. Like, she'd always crap on about it. And now I'm like, oh, so you get the sun all year round. <laughs> you don't have some pockets where you're in fucking darkness. So is, what would your house be? It's like half, half. It's, you know why we don't get sun? Because that wall is so big on that right side because we've got that huge terrace next to us. Oh. So everyone else gets sun. Oh, yeah. In like Oh, now. because it can't come in. It can't come over because the sun doesn't go up as high in winter, obviously. So it's there, but everyone else gets a bit of sun. But because the wall's so high, we just miss it. Fuck. I know. So I, am I north facing? Yes. You must be. No, yeah, but then your back doesn't get full sun, does it, all the time? No, so it's like sun in the morning out the back and then sun in the arvo yeah, at the do. front. Yeah, you must be north-facing. What is it? I'm so bad with this shit. I don't even want to embarrass myself. And also what has to be north-facing? The front, front of, the, of house? the house? I think. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so it's fucking annoying. And, like, obviously the bedroom's great in the morning. That's really nice. And then it just, like, I don't know. And just, like, paired with being cold. But Being cold sucks. Yeah. It's the worst. The worst. But then, like, Eddie and me always have this argument, like, he hates being hot. So he's a real big, like, but I'm like, I hate being cold. But yeah, so like, how uh, often do you have the heater on and stuff? I'll put the fire on most days. And the yeah, heaters are upstairs, fine. yeah. Um, and it's fine. It's just like, I don't know. No, so I annoying. get it. So not yeah, having sunlight is really shit. irritating. Um, so... Anyway, it's been a bit like, oh, you went to Europe more recently than me. I haven't been since before COVID Europe, but I had some pretty fucking wild things that happened and I think I've already talked about it on the podcast, but obviously, you know, we've got some new listeners. Yeah, we've got some new listeners. <laughs> I've got a huge list. I didn't even make a list because I just, they stand out to me so bad, like so clearly. Yours are probably like bigger stories. Mine are just like, these are the things I really found sucked. Yeah. Well, take us through a few because you went more recently. I'm going to preface this by saying half of these irritations are actually because both Jarch and I have our heads in the clouds. (laughs) So, 
<laughs> Get it out. When you buy, when, when I was going to Europe, I was like, I'm going to be so organized, had this like weird thing in my head that everything was going to be perfect. And I was like, I'm going to spend a fortune on these Apple AirTags and that's just going to change my whole life. Yeah. I'm not going to lose my luggage. On the trip, I think we lost our luggage combined maybe like six to eight times. Yeah, when you kept messaging me that, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I've never had that touch wood ever. (coughs) It was so fucked up. But can I just preface, because Bella was um, saying, like, worried about this, but I, when she rang me before going to Europe, she's like, I'm so worried about losing my bags. Everyone's been saying, you need to get Apple tags, pack a spare bag, put all your expensive things in your carry-on. And I was like, no, I think it's only when you have a connecting flight. Like it's that's when bad. you have two flights. Yeah, that's why yeah. I said to her. And she goes, I don't think I have any of them. And I'm like, oh. So could you, were you just like getting the cheapest flight? And that's why you had to connect. Or like that was the only way you could get to that because place. Because we were going to random places like say Tayamina. You couldn't just fly direct from Ibiza to Tayamina. So you tell yeah, me. And you went stopping on the way to stay somewhere and then like get a flight. No. Like no, it was just no. like go straight there. So there's a lot of travelling. Yeah, so... That and the travel days yeah. fucking killed me. You know what I've realised? Like domestic airports in Europe, like not domestic, but when you just say going from like England to Spain or whatever, yeah. no one is safe from a shit day. Yeah. Mm. Like Mm-mm. there aren't any lounges. Doesn't matter how rich you are, you might still lose your fucking bag. So I'm just going to walk you through how many times we lost our bag. So we fly from Sydney to London. Yep. Then we're in London for a few days. Jarch had booked us not from Heathrow Airport but from Gatwick Airport to Ireland. That airport is like an hour and a half from London. The trains were on strike (laughs) so we had to get a car. There was a car accident. We missed our flight. We then had to sit in that airport (laughs) for 10 hours and I didn't get to sleep till like 4 in the morning. Then we flew from London to Ireland. That was fine. Then we flew from Ireland to Ibiza. We land in Ibiza. None of our luggage arrives. Everyone loses our luggage because it was a connecting flight again. Nearly missed the flight. Then we get in the car to go to our villa in Ibiza. Jarch, myself. And as soon as we exit the airport... Our cab gets hit by another car <laughs> straight away. I'm just like, what? Do you guys have like a dark cloud like hovering over the top of you? I was, I like, was <laughs> mentally unwell and cursed. Mm. Then we get out of combo. the cab and then when we go to this villa that I've been like dreaming about for like three weeks, which looked amazing in the photos, it's a villa designed for dwarfs. Yeah. <laughs> I hit my head daily <laughs> on the door Judge and I, like, I'm picturing this, like, magnificent, like, stunning hotel room. Who booked it? We're not going to name. We're not going to throw anyone under the bus, but it wasn't me. okay. (laughs) Anyway, we – I think we – the whole villa for, like, eight people, every room had single beds except for one. I can't believe no one researched that. That's just fucked. That's – yeah. Yeah. That's not – that's not good research by whoever – Yeah. Anyway, whatever. We're not going to – we're not gonna. We're yeah, not gonna throw any names on, on the bus. One. So we get our room is like outside of the villa, up an outside staircase, like almost like a little gully kind of staircase thing. And you walk in, hit your head straight away. There are two single beds that remind me of like boarding school, like mm. tight. Not that I went to boarding school, but like you know the vibe. Tiny yeah. single beds, really cheap cotton sheets, and like. Everyone's had a big night in Ibiza. That's not the place you want to be lying down going to bed in. Did it have a pool? Yeah, which was great. Was anything nice in the villa, like the kitchen area or anything? Or no, it was all The pool area was sick and it was in like a really quiet area. But that like (laughs) leads me to my next point. In Ibiza, when you see people like uploading all their sick photos, yeah, they're having a good time. But to get a car or a cab in peak hour... Mm. We were waiting four hours one Yeah, day. I remember even because I had that Ibiza trip as well where I like cried every day nearly, I think, because I was so scared. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's foray into that. Oh, really? Yeah. Your stories. 
Yeah. No, this was years ago. I'm going to say bad things about Ibiza. I didn't go last time. Yeah. Um, I think everyone goes and everyone's obviously ready to get fucked up. Like you go to Ibiza to go and see, you know, all your bloody big DJs and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Problem there is everything starts at like two in the morning. So you'll go out Correct. and you'll go out all night and then you'll get home and you'll sleep for most of the day. So you miss out on like sunshine and like good weather and then you start again maybe the late afternoon or whatever or night. Yeah, it's almost and like you're in winter. Yeah, and I don't like that cycle. I didn't like it. Um, again, yeah, getting anywhere was fucking annoying. We ended up hiring a car, Eddie and I, because I was like, I just want to go to a fucking beach. Like, I don't want to be in this villa anymore. I want to get out. Yeah. Because you're always just stuck in a villa, like, scat. Everyone's, like, hung over and you go with big groups, which was like, That's yeah. not your vibe. No, I was a lot younger then. This is when I was, like, 21. And then we had all that drama, remember? I've told you went on that trip, but all the girls, like, Sarah and Camilla were there and Phoebe. And I travelled with... Oh, my God, yeah. Like, no, like, bad blood, any at, like, at all with these girls. But I was staying with, like, kind of all of Eddie's, like, girl in their group, kind of. And it yeah. was kind of newish then. Yeah. And um, there was heaps of actual shit that I found out later on that was going on between the group, though, in the villa I was with. But they... And my friends were staying down the road. So I wanted to obviously have my friends come over for drinks because we actually had, like, a fuck-off amazing villa. It was great. It was beautiful. And they were staying in, like, little hotel rooms. And I was like, I want them to come and drink with me and party and whatnot. And one day, I just remember we had the girls over and they had got cups or something to go down by the pool. And I just have this weird memory of, oh, just, like, something – when like it just I don't know got weird because like some of the girls in our villa obviously probably didn't like these younger girls that were single like being yeah in the yeah villa. back in the day there's all that beef. yeah like yeah. that kind of energy yeah and um they were like those well you can't bring the cups down by the pool like why do you have the cups down there like who gives a fuck about the cups you know it's not about the cups I know it's not about the cups but some people just like, do get mummy energy though. I think it was more because they were just irritated they were there and they were all like all the boys like talking to them probably and like because they were fun energy yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were all single yeah. ready to party. Like yeah. was, Camilla was single then, Every Sarah, I think Phoebe maybe was, everyone was really. Um, and How the fuck did Phoebe go in Ibiza? Well, then that was, yeah, she actually went all right. I think she was a bit like, oh my God, because that was like prime time when you're getting pretty loose. But anyway, it was so awkward. She doesn't really drink, just to yeah. Practice, yeah. And um, she yeah. So then that was awkward. I cried after that. I think because I was like so scared as well, and I was like, I can't even have my friends here, and I can't even go see them because I don't. You can't fucking walk you anywhere. Feel trapped. So you feel trapped. So my biggest thing with Ibiza now, when I go back, because I do want to go back, because I think it is really pretty. If you go a bit older, I want to stay at like a nicer hotel, not sharing. I don't want to get a villa. And I want to go and experience all the beach clubs and the restaurants because I feel like, yeah, I was just there and it's like a whirlwind, you know. It's a whirlwind and you even if you do book all the nice restaurants, which we did, by the time you're like eating, you're all fucked up. Like it doesn't – it's almost like you need to do it a different style of trip, like yep. say just with Eddie and you go and enjoy the beaches and the lunches. That's and what like, I mean. I want to do Kind of fuck off the clubs. Oh, my God. How about the other biggest thing there, which is like in Croatia too and most of Europe when you go out partying. So we were going to like – I think I saw Avicii actually before. He, that yeah, was yeah. amazing. Okay, so I went to him, I remember. Yeah. You're obviously getting fucked, drinking. It's hot. Need some water. Water oh, yeah. are like 20 bucks. Yeah. And, like, when you're going over at that age, like, all you want to spend money on is alcohol. So, like, you're avoiding even drinking water. 100%. And so you're, like, throw. I just remember all the throwing up and just, like, how serious I On that note, I remember waking up in the villa so hungover and scat. And we obviously didn't have yep. a car. And there was, like, a supermarket, maybe a five to ten minute walk down the road. But it was still a tiny little yeah. town. Anyway... It was like 40 degree heat and I just needed like chocolate or something to get me going. And I was walking down there drenched, wet. Get to the supermarket shop. Yeah, no, it's fine. Oh, because everything's shut. Everything. That's the they other shut thing. everything. They're just like, I beat the Spain's really bad for that. Like they're just like shut. Shut everything. Yeah. And you have to get, that's why I remember when we were like scat and hungover, you're like, Let, quick, let's like get up and go and eat something out of the villa. But you'd have to be really quick because they're shut because they're going to fucking have a siesta. And I'm like, this is like prime money-making time. Don't you want to stay up and like make some cash? Honestly, you need – I would like – like you need to – I think if you did it again, you'd do it so differently and had the best time. So I've been again – I went again, but not to Ibiza. Yeah, but I more mean Ibiza. I feel like I 
the second or time I went, I did it a lot better, like last yeah. year. But I could still make improvements. Oh, yeah. I reckon, yeah. The next time I did, it was better. Like, we are a bit older again and had a bit more money. So, we did every – again, though, we were travelling with big groups. But, like, fuck, I'm going to move on to then Mykonos – which I have a real love-hate relationship with and I think I've done my time there now. I've done it a few times and the last time I went, I've told this on the podcast, but like um, I think that's been like the worst like experience I've had ever out of all the years, even when I was younger going there. Okay, Namos, and I'm going to do this for all the younger kids going there as well, is a place, it's really, it's fucking so fun but that is like the dangerous part because you get so excited if you get like a table inside because that's where you dance. Like it looks like a normal when you walk in if you haven't been there. It's like a huge beach club on this beautiful beach and it's got like a really small inside area, wouldn't you describe? Yeah, yeah. But everything outside, you get chairs and tables easily outside, but you want to be inside though later yeah. because it turns into like literally you'll be sitting down and then dancing you're just like on the tables. dancing on tables, like people coming, just pouring drinks and music is so loud. Like it's like Who the best pays sound the system. Who bills at this place? Like I feel like well, it that's just what turns I mean. you don't into remember. one bill. Well, there's all the billionaires inside more that come off the boats. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that in my head when I went last time and we were with like a big group, like I was with Eddie and blah, blah, blah. And I was with heaps of girls and we were like, lol, like, you know, it's the only time where you were like, let's go get some fucking drinks because it's so hard to line up at the bar and it's expensive. And we were like, let's go dance at some, like have some fun and meet people at the other tables. And we ended up like meeting these, like, I don't know, maybe they're from India. I don't know. Anyway, met these, but they were with girls on this table. So you automatically go, I feel safe. I don't like look I was pretty intoxicated by this point but I remember just like we already we'd had lunch outside all day moved in and we were like fuck yeah because Dylan our friend who's American had a really wealthy friend that had a table so we were with them got it Americans yep Yep. and they were all really fucked up so we were dancing with them and getting like tequila shots and then we were just like kind of dancing around the room meeting people inside and we met these men and we were kind of just everyone was just dancing on their table but literally I kid you not, I have memory all the way up to that point. It was still daytime. And then my memory is done until sunrise and I was at another club and I don't remember anything. And the, the crazy thing about that story is that I don't get how you didn't just go to bed. That's what I mean. Or vomit. Like usually I'm like a big vomit. Like if I'm fucked up, I'll be like done. Like I'm very sensitive to alcohol or yeah. anything. So I was thinking last night, I was thinking this like about this story I'm like, whatever they put in my drink was so clean and it's fucking like, it kept me going. I didn't even vomit the next day or anything. When I came to, I felt fine. I don't know what it was, but oh my God, like wild. Like I was apparently trying to hook up with these men at the tape. I don't, I am so not like that if you know me. Like I'm just like give off like fuck off vibes all the time to anyone. I was like nearly hooking up with these like older, I reckon men and to the point where Dylan and Eddie had to like come and nearly fly kick them off me and stuff. (laughs) Then I was like, there's video footage of me, which I'm so mortified by of that one. I love that. Trying to be really hot. And I'm, on this fucking like your brain has left the building. left and every, all the boys even ben was in it you can see all the boys like trying to like be like you need to like calm down like get off like you're showing like i was like having my legs spread doing all these moves thinking i look so hot like lying down on the floor and oh. putting my legs up and then the funniest thing was Wushin, one of my good friends he was meantime was going through a similar experience but he was hiding in a cave somewhere <laughs> and we so he had lost the plot. I don't know what happened to him, but he, everyone's trying to deal with me and Mushin that night. They found Mushin in the cave, like, sh- like he was so f- afraid. He didn't know what was going on. So then when we came. What a weird reaction. I know. And then when Especially I. Especially from him. Was coming to me and Mushin, like, kind of like joined for- forces and we were like, everyone's being so mean, saying, you know, we were so fucked. Like, what are they talking about? And I remember just being really best friends with him for like the next two hours until like I was coming back to my normal cell and I was like how rude is everyone like we hated everyone like in the group I was like we weren't fucked because we couldn't remember and then I went to this other club and danced till sunrise and then I had meanwhile I'd completely forgotten I nearly got into a punch-up with one of my good guy mates like fully remember that and that was what gave me even even worse anxiety. So wait, did you come to and remember it all or did you go to no. sleep and then wake I up? I came to and then sort of – and Eddie's like, oh, my God, you got into a pretty hectic fight with – I won't name names. And he was like, that was like, you know, it was pretty bad. And 
we're fine now. Obviously, we're mates. Um, but Shit it was happens. like that made me. Eddie's like, I nearly had to like, like nearly they got into a physical fight about it because he was being so hectic with me, and it was about me thinking he was like anyway. being unfaithful, <laughs> like something weird. Like anyway, do not. I have weird snippets of that, like coming, like that flashed, and I woke up in the morning. Oh my wait, god! Wait, wait, wait. So you get home? I need to. I need. I to got t- home. Let's say nine a.m. Oh yeah, and I went to bed. And then I passed out. I think I was like kind of anxious at that point, starting to get anxious, passed out, woke up just like bawling straight away. Like I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling really anxious. What happened? And he's like, yeah, you got into a pretty hectic fight. You nearly hooked up with these men at the fucking thing. But he was like obviously forgiving about that because I was just so out of it and sloppy and they're obviously taking advantage of me. And then the thing I was like really nervous about was this friend of mine as well because I didn't know what I'd said. So I messaged him like straight away off the bat being like, I'm so sorry, don't remember anything. And like he was like, no, it's all good. I don't think he really remembered much either. But I just remember being like, this is like the worst feeling. I just hate that. And I didn't, I was like a I had my towel between my legs for the rest of the day. I didn't even want to get up and see anyone by the pool. Like I was so embarrassed. And then I was like, imagine just having that feeling. Like a lot of people have those weekends where they don't remember and just like doing fucked up shit though. Hello. And I'm like, no, not to that no, extent. No, but you, that is, do you know how lucky you are that that is your one experience of a blackout? Like that happens to people <laughs> That's 24-7. What I, mean. and I don't know how they do it though every weekend. When I threw the pear in the fire... That was funny though. No, no, no. But <laughs> waking up and being like, oh, you just know. In your brain, you yeah. know, you know something fucked has happened, but you don't know what. And you walk out with your tail between your legs. And like when I was on that weekend away, when you're in Ibiza, you can't go no. anywhere. And you know, you're just apologizing to everyone. They're like, it's all good, but they're all bitching about it. Yeah, you. yeah. They're all like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, that, oh fucked. my God, she was so embarrassing. Like, that was yeah, fucked. Like, I know is, exactly what they were saying. That is the worst. There is no worse feeling in the world than that. Yeah. And no one believed me that my drink had been spiked. I'm like, why else would I fucking act like that and not vomit and not fucking pass out? Like, it was so weird. So, my biggest thing is, yeah, you've got to be really careful. Really Don't go careful. and get drinks off like people. I was with my fucking boyfriend, luckily, and like all his mates. Like, lucky they could get me away from that guy that was like unfortunately though I've heard the bartenders I know well then Grace my sister went back to the the same same place and she I think saw or like knew that the bar people were involved in it because she saw it happen and she got really fucked and was like screaming outside they had to get all the staff out her story is so funny she's come on you can go back and listen to that on another podcast okay we're gonna have a quick ad break um to talk about one of my favorite pace at the moment to cook with easy simple effective yes which is what i think you need steph yes and i need two in my life um island curries it's a curry paste from tasmania it's gluten-free preservative free um no nasties no nasties in it and literally I did it the other day. I just wanted to cook up a quick vegetarian curry. Yum. All you have to do is like put the onions in the pan with the paste and, you know, mix it around and then you just like put in like whatever um, like veggies you want. It's usually, I've got the big packet, but you can get the thin packets. The little packets that you can buy in store and online do like a whole kilo of fish, chicken or veggies. So you can only, when I've like... A little goes a long way. A little goes a long way. You put it in and you can add like tin tomatoes or a bit of coconut cream if you want. And it's literally done. Like you just simmer it for a bit and it tastes fucking amazing. I love that. Um, and so good. There's all a few different flavours. They're all like amazing though. Whenever I cook it for people, like they're like, wow. Because it's just all such like amazing like spices they've used and they're just, oh, it's delicious. Always get a fuckload of compliments on the dish. So where do we buy it? So if you jump onto islandcurries.com.au, um, there's a few different um, pastes there you can get. And we've got a little discount code for all our Collide Goss listeners. Yep. Um, just put in the code Collide at checkout for 20% off. Love it. And I'm going to say one more bad thing about Mykonos because I do love it. The wind. Yeah, foul. The wind's foul. Yeah. And the quad bikes are not great. Um, uh, Oh, also just as a random note about Europe, it's kind of like if you thought you were a nobody in Sydney, you're a nobody there. You don't have your bearings. You don't know anyone. You're kind of like trying to get into places. It's just like it's not the same as being at home. 
Mm, yeah, I've never thought about it like that. I think you just like don't care though, do you? But do you know what I mean? Like if something goes wrong. Yeah, but you're with usually like a lot of people. I know, but it's not the same. It's like. No, you, you wake up and it's just like a bit like, fuck. But yeah. like, it's just more like. And you have to go again, all over again. That was the yeah. biggest thing. <laughs> and you're like shaking when you wake <laughs> yeah. up. By the end of that Mykonos trip, I was like really, really over it. And I was like, I, I was just like so emotional. Like I can't, I actually can't do it. But it was funny because then we went away with a smaller group to Italy and I had that another massive, all the girls had all that big, I've told you about, that was funny. Oh, where the boys got their asses out and shit. Oh no, that was no, Croatia. Yeah, they pretended that they were with the golf thing. I've told you about that. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember was, this, yeah. but tell it again. That was funny. This is just talking about how you get into arguments. I reckon when you're traveling with people, you have blues with the people you're traveling with sometimes. Constantly squabbling. Yeah. No. Constantly. But this was funny because love you, Mush. And Mushin's happily engaged now, but at the time he was single. This is one of our good mates. And he was traveling with me and my me and Eddie and then two other couples. And we went to Italy to like chill out because we're being like fucking partying hard. So we were Where like, in Italy did you go again? Us. No, we didn't go to Sardinia. We tried somewhere else. I swear it was Sardinia. No, we did do Sardinia, Sardinia but this yeah. was a different area. We went to the beach, yeah, this beach town area. We did two halves like differently, but it was supposed to be our like chill time. Mm-hmm. But Mushin's obviously, I'm going to stop saying your name, Mush, um, but he was obviously in single mode and like- Different agenda. Different agenda. So this is probably to all the people that are like going away single with couples. So by that stage, we just wanted to chill. And he ended up like causing a lot of dramas within the <laughs> couples because all the boys obviously want to get fucked still. And then like he was like encouraging them to stay out and we'd go back and they'd have like big nights, da da da. Oh my God. But then they went to this golf thing for the day and we were all Got in it. the hotel and we were having lunch oh by my the God, pool I love and cocktails story. and stuff. And they were like, we're I only. You've told this story yeah, on, on the, the pod. podcast. It was fucking. So it good. caused a massive blue with me and Eddie. Like, we nearly like fucking broke up. Not nearly broke up, but we had a massive fight. And um, it's not about the but anyway. Um, so anyway, we were like in the, having a lovely girls' day, but then we were like, oh, it's getting late. Like, because you want to organize dinner and shit. And we we're like, the boys yeah. said they were only playing half. I can't remember the team. Nine off. holes. Nine instead, instead of 18, of 18 yeah. or whatever. But we were like, this has been like a few hours. And we were like trying to message them and they were like, oh no, we're still playing or da-da-da or something weird. And it wasn't adding up. And I was like, we were all like, because we were kind of probably had a few big weeks. We were like wigging out being like, what the fuck are they like? Are they out somewhere like partying or drinking and shit like without us? Because we all wanted to start drinking then. And um, they weren't, they were like, no, well, they weren't picking up their phone. So one of the girls had an idea to ring the golf club because we figured out where they were and pretend that well, you we- you guys are a bit pissed at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, we thought yeah, it was yeah, a great yeah, yeah, idea yeah. to ring the golf club that and pretend- That would be my first point of call. We were someone else or we couldn't, you know, and asking how many holes, because I think they were saying it's only six, it's only that amount, so we can't play more. Like they were kind of like lying. Well, we thought they were, and we rang up and we Can checked. Can I just interrupt again? The girls that you were with yeah. and you are the biggest detectives of all yeah, time. We're like, like really There's no crazy. way nothing yeah. is going to get past you. No. Guys. So we're like, let's ring. Best idea we rang. We were in stitches. Like, we were loving it. Like we were a few fucking margaritas deep. And um, rang the fucking golf club. <laughs> rang the golf club. And we were like, hey, like, we just want to book in a sesh or whatever. How many... <laughs> Holes is, do you guys do like the full 18 what holes? And they were like, yeah. And we were like, oh. And we were like, well, thank you. Hung up and I was like, fucking got on the phone. I was like, you guys are such fucking liars. We know you can do um full 18 holes. Like, what are you guys like? Oh, no. Yeah, what are you guys even doing now? I think it was the opposite because they were taking, they were pretending they were still playing, but it was only but they 16. Weren't. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was shorter. They only did 16 holes or whatever. And we were like, fuck you. Um, and they were like, oh, what the fuck? And they were like, we were like, we know you're drinking and shit. We've like, and then I think we admitted to them when they got back, we rang and we know what you were doing. And they were like, kind of like, I think they said Mushin made us do <laughs> So we're all, and Mushin was like, Ella, and he came, he's like, you got to calm down. I go, fuck you, Mushin. And I got into like a blue with him. I was like, fuck off. Like, I fucking hate lies and shit. And we kind of had a blue. And I stormed off because I was so worked up because he kind of pissed as well. And the other girls were like, that's so weird that you guys lied. Like, da da da. Went to wow. my room and me and Eddie got into this like huge blue. He's like, because I was like, yeah, we rang the fucking golf course, mate, and all this stuff. And he's like, that's fucking weird that you did that. And then it turns into you ringing the golf course and being a psycho. This sounds really fucking psycho, but I've got to pre 
Like, no, no, it's always a build up. It's, it's a, a build, build up, up and we were like days. partying for fucking a month nearly and I was just like, we were just like so excited that we found out that they were fucking lying to us that it turned into this huge blue. That probably was told so badly, sorry. It no, was, it was a long hilarious. time ago. <laughs> I find that so funny. Just like prank But calling, you do yeah. get in blues, like Josh and I got in blues as well. Like yeah. just constantly. But it was like, yeah, but then I didn't even finish. It was funny because then. I swear someone then had a bender as well. No, because no. then we had to all go out together that night. We all went and got ready and we went to this like Mushin had booked this like beautiful like beach club, but it was really expensive because he loves restaurants and a lot of the boys were complaining that they were like, we don't want to be here, it's so expensive. Was da-da-da. that the one where it was in the cave? It was kind of like you walked down. The one where you said it was the best pasta you've ever had. No, no, no this no. is on a beach, but it's okay, really yeah, yeah, lardy yeah. da and we had to say you had to buy a chair and spend X amount and everyone was obviously done by that point. We'd all had big blues with our partners. <laughs> and Mushin was like, oh, I just want to enjoy it because he was with all of us. And then the boys were kind of off him all of a sudden and he – the <laughs> I don't no. even know if he wants to do He got up from this fucking chair and he was like, fuck you guys and stuff. Like, and he walked off and he's like, I'm going to book a flight home. I don't want to fucking hang out with you guys anymore and all this shit. He didn't say it like that, but he was so angry. Like, because then we, it was so much tension between all oh. of us that he felt so alone and he stormed off by himself. Off and now I look back and I'm like, fuck, that would have been so funny because he went, Mallet's his best mate. And we were like fucking Did causing. Did anyone follow him? I think Mallet was like, fuck, because like Shah was obviously, you know, fucking being like, no, oh, Mushin's brain is dead. Like everyone was like kind of like gene each other up. You're so Mushin was the odd one out, which fucking being him, like now looking back would have been really difficult as well because he just wanted to hang out with his mates and we had all these annoying fucking girls that were scatting fucking hung being so irritate. And we convinced him obviously not to get a flight home early and we were sorry and then we had like a lovely end of the trip together. But this moral of the story, just yeah, be careful if you're fucking travelling single with couples at the end of the trip. And even just in a group, you're all going to be squabbling. At the start, good, because you're ready to fucking go. By and the then end, by the end, no. you're tired. The travel days are fucked. Yeah, like, like we needed a big break from each other when we got back. Yeah. Like, but it's a lot. I don't even know how, anyway. I remember when lesson. we were in Ibiza, like, Isabella and Baz had a fight and she was like, I'm going to book a fucking flight home right now. Yeah. Like, I'm booking a flight home. And then we went for lunch and, like, Baz made, like, a weird comment about, Judge, what was it about naming Isabella's kid? <laughs> in Ibiza? Basically, Baz, this is how, like, Scout everyone yeah. is. Baz made a comment like, oh, well, if it's a boy, I'm going to name our kid or something. Yeah. And Isabella was so offended. It caused this huge fight that went for like two days. I've had some like, of them with Eddie I'm, I'm when I was younger. Yeah. my flight home and it's just like, you get so I know. Irritated. I did that once in Croatia. I remember me and Eddie got into the weirdest fight about nothing. And then I went back to the room and I started pretending to book flights home and we we're like 21 or 20 or whatever. And I was like, fuck you. And he's like, what are you doing? We've been here for like, literally landed in Europe for a night. And I'm like, I'm fucking done. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, done. Like, and we were like arguing about something. Like, I don't know. It's probably about a when girl being drunk, jealous. arguments make no sense. And when you're young as well, it's so hectic. With alcohol involved and travelling jet lag. Oh my God. It's fucked. Anyway, I so don't even know if you're lessons. Yeah. And you're not in Europe, just remember. Just things. remember the bad things because you don't really talk about the bad things as much. Like a lot of fucking shit things go on when you go to Europe. Yeah, one more story and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. So the only nice hotel, like really nice hotel that I'd booked was for three nights in Taormina, yeah. like a really, really nice hotel. We get from Ibiza and we fly into Barcelona and we miss our flight to Taormina and – we have to stay in a scat airport hotel. Yeah, no. So I miss my mum would love that though. The first night yeah. of only three nights at this mad hotel. So I'm like completely off it. You know how everyone's like, pack all your nice stuff on your carry on because you yeah. Know, so I've never done that. Good. Now I will though. Yeah. I didn't do it once. Yeah. Every time I couldn't be fucked. So then we go to this scat hotel. I have no clean undies. Nothing. I'm yeah. pretty sure I have my period as well. Fabulous. Then we get on the flight from Barcelona to Taimena and Jarch loses his luggage again. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have any clothes. Then we get in the cab to go to our hotel and they drive 150 kilometres an hour. I was like, I'm going to die in yeah. this fucking car. Get to the hotel. Hotel is amazing. Like it has the potential to be amazing, like it's got a piano bar. Yeah. All these. It's really old school though, really, more hey. Like, really yeah, old school, 80s. like. Oh, that was <laughs> the other one. The first one was like quite 
just like amazing. Yeah. But there was no one there. That's kind of scary. So there was like no vibe. So we'd like. That's kind of weird at that time of year. We'd get back. It was kind of middle, the end of August. So still, I feel like it's still prime time. Yeah, you know what? Who knows? Probably haunted or someone died there. Did you so look at the reviews, still? Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was like, re- apart from like that hectic one where the movie was filmed, yeah. the TV show, it was like one of the better ones. Anyway, we'd get back, there'd be like a guy playing the piano and we'd be the only ones listening and it was just like... That's kind of scary, hey? Weird. And like, yeah. it was just all, the whole trip was like amazing, but like a bit skew if, like yeah. I was on the fucking Truman Show. Yeah, I get that. I think because you're just high in your own supply. You Not really. Literally. Just, oh, and then that. we go to Rome, which was our last destination. And Judge and I weirdly got separated on the plane. <laughs> and I was sitting on the plane next to these two nuns who wouldn't get up out of their chairs <laughs> when, sorry, who, <coughs> when we landed, got straight up out of their chairs and were like blocking the way. And then I came out after and I ended up blocking this psychotic woman who started abusing me on the oh, flight. And you were and like, you lost it back. I you lost were really it back. And I was like, yeah. what do you want me to do? These fucking nuns are pushing me out. Yeah. I'm like about to like fall over. And she's like, oh, you're so disrespectful, blah, blah. I got off the plane. I'm like, Judge, we need to find this chick. I'm going to fucking bash her. Bash her. <laughs> Judge is like, you need to calm down. I'll get your bag. Got my bag. Get on a hour-long fucking train to Rome, had booked this really nice hotel for us, get there, the check-in's an hour because everyone's fucking checking in, get in, I'm still fuming, I'm like, la-di-da-di-da, go to open my bag, not my fucking bag. Yes, I remember that. And I was like, this is the perfect end to, my to this fucking nightmare. Meanwhile, Judge didn't get his back for like two months. I know. It even You guys just stopped talking about it. I didn't even know he got it back. I was like, fuck. Like, I didn't even ask. Yeah, question. this random number was calling me off the hook and I was like, fuck off. I reckon they Judge. I've never told you this. They were calling <laughs> me for like two weeks. And I finally answered and they're like, hey, we've got your luggage. And yeah. it was your luggage. There you go, Judge. Silly bitch. Anywho. I don't know. Anyway, this is a bit different skewed kind of podcast to Europe, but yeah. Everyone have fun in Europe. It's amazing, but like just letting you know there are some shit aspects. Travel stories, there's always like some neg days or neg things that yeah. happen. But overall, you're making memories, so. Life's good. Life's good. Um, Collide Advice? Yes. Collide Advice. I'm going to recommend that show because I like it. Never Have I Ever. Oh, yep. So on good. Netflix. I think it's really relaxing. It's not my usual thing that I do, but like, I mean, I watch. I just got sidetracked from that. Door? Door. Um, <laughs> what was that? Um, I'm going to recommend a show called Couples Therapy, which is like I've real, just heard about that. Real couples in counselling. I yeah. watch it every night and it just Do you and Josh watch me. it together? He kind of watches some of it, but no, he's not It's like that it. fucking show that I wanted to watch it. He's like, that looks so shit. But it was like the kids. Have you seen that on just like um, free-to-air TV with that? Like, the um, nanny that comes in with the kids. No, no, no. I love that one. Super nanny. No, that's, that's so old good. school. No, it's a new show about your kids like doing – you don't think like you'll have a stranger come to the door and test them and you film to see if they like answer the door or – to see oh, what they do. Oh, that good. Like how you're disciplining your children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a show about like how parents act. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up. But Bye.